Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of To Avoid Fading Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Beth, and we have Ash here as always. Howdy, everybody. And we have Lauren here with us. Hello. And we are joined by a special guest from podcast, horror comedy podcast, Under the Floorboards. We got John here with us. Hello, everybody. Hey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we Dude, we have not had a guest in, in what, since February 2021, I think, right? Uh, yeah, I think we had one for this and maybe a couple for Horror Huddle. We don't I'll take that as an honor. Yeah, it is. Definitely yeah. an honor. <laughs> yeah, you're Definitely. one of the very few, which I'm glad you're on. We, yes, I've been you. waiting for this one. No, yeah, super excited to be here. And, uh, you know, with the prelims for uh, this movie, I'm really excited to see everybody's uh, opinions about this. Or I guess hear them. I can't actually see the words coming out of your mouth. So I'm going to try and We can see each other. Them. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this was actually John's pick. And uh, we let him have Rain over whatever we were going to watch for this episode. And he picks. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, it could have been worse, honestly. Uh, but no, he picked uh, 2021's Son, S-O-N. Sun. Is that a Shutter exclusive? It is a Shutter exclusive. That's why I had to text you ahead of time and be like, everybody has Shutter, right? So yeah. honestly, you should just tag Shutter in the post for this so that they know that we're working on their exclusive shit for them. You know, yeah. we're really pulling the the heavy load here with their they, followers. They can hopefully sponsor us both. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah, that'd be sick. <laughs> um, yeah, so it is actually directed by Ivan Kavanaugh, who did uh, 2014's The Canal, which is fucking bomb. I don't know if any of y'all have seen it. It's so, so good. I have not. It's fucking awesome. It's, it's pretty grim. It's pretty, it, it's a bleak, bleak horror film. Um, that'd be a grim. It's awesome. Yeah, so it stars uh, Andy Matichuk. I'm not entirely sure how to say that. I did read that she uh, was the granddaughter in Halloween 2018. Yeah. And she is uh, sorry, I didn't raise my hand, but I, I will say <laughs> I will say I was so excited to watch this movie because she was in it, um, because I really want her to be one of the next breakout horror actresses. I think yeah. she is absolutely phenomenal. I think her acting skills totally transcended Halloween and she stole scenes that she was in with Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, yeah. And that is a that is a triumph in and of itself. So I was really excited for this movie. No, yeah, honestly, I didn't even know it was her until afterwards when Stacy mentioned it, because she just looks like she's aged about like 10 years over the last three or four. It's the forehead. Well, I, it's also maybe that they you know <laughs> did makeup on her to make her look at like closer to teenage years in, in Halloween 2018. Was she mm-hmm. a teenager in Halloween 2018? I think she's supposed to be like 17. Oh, yeah. I, I, th- I think she's supposed to be like this ancillary role, even though she fucking stole the stole the show. She did. As like she's supposed to be Laurie Strode's age in, okay. in the Halloween series is yeah. what I took away from it. Um, but yeah, so it also stars Emil Hirsch, who I mm. I love a lot of the stuff he's been in, Lords of Dogtown, um, Autopsy of Jane Doe, which that was a good one. we love that one. Speed Absolutely. Racer. Speed Racer. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. And uh, the child who plays Luke David, or he please, but his name is Luke David Bloom. Um, those are kind of just the, the main main players. And, and uh, I saw that he played in uh, The Walking Dead, I think. Played a uh, role. I, I dropped off at some point. I dropped off around yeah, Negan. Zombie number four. Yeah, pretty yeah. much, probably. <laughs> I fucking hated that kid's face. Uh, but yeah, so uh, pretty much when a young boy contracts a mysterious illness, his mother must decide how far she will go to protect him from terrifying forces in her past. Uh, 
And uh, it's so funny because in my notes, I said, John, why did you pick this movie before we get into everything? <laughs> I don't even remember writing that. And mind you, I was totally sober when I watched it this morning. But I was just like, why did you, like, uh, like, like, and not in a bad way either, but like, why did you pick this movie? Like, so, you know, I, I, you know, anybody who listens to Under the Floorboards, we, or myself at least, you know, Eric has his fair share of picks as well. Uh, the movies that I tend to gravitate to, uh, if you've listened to like The Seventh Day or The Vatican Tapes or whatever, I love the Christian mythos. And I know that this isn't necessarily Christianity, but it is that demonology. And that definitely stems from like early Judaism and Christianity in and of itself. And just like these characters that you kind of find in like what I call like apocryphal fantasy, you know, where you have like Lilith and the demons and the archangels and all this crazy shit. And when we like, and honestly, culty stuff, I'm kind of here for it. Oh, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) And I think, I don't know about you guys, but like I was um, raised just generally Catholic, whatever. I went to Catholic school from like, I think kindergarten to uh, eighth grade. You know, so it definitely so having, sorry. yeah, I know. That's why I am the way that I am now, uh, <laughs> unfortunately. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess like you said, like just you see movies like this that have any kind of religiousness to them, anything having to do with demonology or anything like that always has this, um, and I think I talked about it, I think in, in The Conjuring, where I said yeah. I just got this general, might have been The Conjuring, or no, As Above, So Below, where it's yeah. just general lifelong internal fear of hell. You know yeah. what I mean? Or anything yeah. having to do with yeah. some demons, anything like that. Satan, it's just such a, a, a terrifying thing, which is funny because I'm a Levian Satanist, but also we don't worship the devil. Yeah. So, but anyways, that's for what another What a waste episode. of time. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, so so definitely, like, I understand, like, uh, you know, being being interested in that, and that's why, and like you said, again, culty stuff. Mm-hmm. Fucking love no, it. No, no, and I understand, I have that same... Uh, fascination with those type of movies you know you look at omen exorcist uh uh racing the devil oh, race with the know. devil that's such race a badass movie mm-hmm. yeah dude so fucking good um so just getting into the movie i mean we've got like this cold open and we've got this girl in a diner uh dirty barefoot and these two men come in and sit behind her and you're like okay someone you know after her they're watching her something um and i do i do respect that scene just i love cold openers like that where you're like you have no idea really what's going on, but you just feel that just foreboding feeling like something bad's going to fucking happen. Yeah. Pretty soon. You're just like thrown into mm-hmm. the this middle shit. of the action. This is what's yeah. happening. Yeah. Figure you're like, out. I don't know. Yeah. Figure it out for what you can. So as uh, she runs out clutching her stomach, she's either pregnant or she has to take a bad shit. I don't know. I've been there. Could so. be constipated, you know, happens to the best of us. So I feel like this scene is so important for the rest of the movie, because w- this is one of those instances that I fucking love in horror movies, because it's one of those things where if you were paying attention, you knew the answer to the end of the movie the entire time, because when she sits down and even as she's leaving, the people that are following her out are clearly also the cultists. She was, she was never alone at any point in time throughout this movie that we know of. Yeah. Even in the time jump, for all we know, these people have still been there the entire time. Following the whole way. Exactly. I actually kind of didn't clock that. I just thought. Mark that. (laughs) Mark that. Uh, 
Yeah, so she uh, she pops the baby out in a car, screaming that she doesn't want it. And I'm like, you know, birth was that easy as they make it in movies. Like, yeah. I'd fucking, I'd have a kid by now. And they look she so the fresh and out so of clean. She fucking pulled it out. I'm like, ow, you're fine. Would yeah. you just drive home? What did we do? Like, how did we handle this? <laughs> like I said, I'd have a kid by now if that was the case. Yeah. If I could just be home and pull it out, why not? Yeah, you just rip it out. Do you don't even have to go to the hospital. <laughs> Who needs that? Just put a jumbo pad on. We're good. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> an adult diaper at this point. <laughs> We're good to go. It's fine. Yeah. The the piddle pads that you get for dogs and shit, you just oh, put yeah. that under there and it catches everything. Like it's actually yeah. safe to use in well, your car. I mean, the easier method would be just to take the car and just slam on the brakes and. No, then you get the human 72 situation where the baby slips down underneath of it. And now we have an actual situation. Oh, I mean, that probably would have been the better alternative. Seeing what happens later on in the film. I don't know. I think this kid leads a happy life. Possibly. Possibly. (laughs) Um, So we fast forward, what, kids, what, eight, nine now? Something like that. Something like that. Um, And essentially they're showing us how happy mom and son are. Yeah. Yay. Woohoo. Perfect you know. life. And, and their yeah. nice two-story house. Which Ash is always upset about. Yes. We're just always In upset. Field, Illinois. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, she she starts hearing stuff around the house right at this point. And I think this is because I jump a little bit in these scenes. But um, she starts hearing stuff when she's in her room. And and this is in my notes. I do reference, how the fuck did she get this giant house? I think... Yeah. Uh, what was she, I don't even know what was her what was her career well well it, it turns out later she's an elementary school teacher and uh, I'm like how the hell can you afford that with the elementary school teacher I don't know yeah. but I'm telling you I can tell you how she afforded it it's the uh, WICs that you can get at Food Lion so <laughs> fuck yeah that that girl is bargain hunting there's no yeah. like I grew up with a single mother like I know that those bargains exist uh, well. <laughs> Yeah. There is a funny scene right before uh, she hears the noises where it's her and her kid in the car and he just asks her this random ass question. It's like, if you had eight arms, what would you do with them? Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's honestly a legitimate question. It is. Well, though. and if I were her, I would say I'd grab, I'd grow five more breasts. Why five? <laughs> well, because I need one for him, for him for the whisker biscuit. <laughs> Whisker biscuits? Really? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with this man? Um, yeah, so like I said, she uh she hears a noise, she opens David's door, that's the son's name, David's door, and uh there's like a group of fucking people in his room, and the door slams quite quickly. You can start to hear the ha 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 Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, and of course, like no one's there now, and she's talking to some detectives. And Emil Hirsch is the main detective, uh, Paul. And then there's his asshole partner, Cop. And I'm like, why does there always have to be an asshole partner? Good like, cop, he just bad cop, baby. is a yeah, good cop, bad cop for sure. Well, I don't Can love I that talk- they made the black guy an asshole. I just felt like yeah. that was completely unnecessary. <laughs> well, can I talk about the kid's room for a second? Okay. Yeah. Mad props oh, yeah. to the kid. Mad props to the kid. There was a poster for Plan 9 for Outer Space, House on Haunted Hill, and what was playing on the TV? PSX, Resident Evil mm-hmm. intro with the zombie head was, slowly turning. I did catch the House on Haunted Hill uh, yeah. poster. I thought that was sweet. When I, I saw thought, the PSX yeah. with uh, Resident Evil, I was like, yes. Okay, <laughs> I like this kid. He's still so yeah. annoying. I, I hate his face. He's already like into him. the devil. Like, yeah. 
only one I caught was the uh, Plan 9 one. And I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. Um, yeah, so, uh, uh, look, like, uh, like I said already, we've said numerous times, I don't want to be an asshole, but, like, I really don't like this kid's face. I don't. <laughs> don't like his face. I don't know what about it. I think it's because he's got really light eyebrows, and I don't like people that don't have eyebrows you can see. Well, that's just rude. <laughs> see? It just completely changed who you like, are. Come on. We're going to end the episode now because I can't see your eyebrows. And I yeah, don't like it actually looks like I just walked out of the wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of horrifying. If you guys could see <laughs> right now. Uh, yeah, so um, I'm like, well, once a kid starts, he's telling me that he's dreaming about blood yeah. and all this crazy shit. I'm like, once your kid starts dreaming about, like, funky-ass shit like that, I'm like, it's just time, time to toss the whole kid out. <laughs> well, hold on. When you're that age, who doesn't dream about blood? Not, not, not I. Not me. Okay, Honestly, I just had a different like, upbringing than y'all. <laughs> well, no, I, I think you bring up a really good point, because like, there's, like, that scene in Friday the 13th where the girl's, like, macking on Kevin Bacon, and she's just like, yeah, you know, sometimes I just dream about fucking raining blood. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, bitch. This is sick. Yeah, she's Bacon's over here like, I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get yes. that shit for sure. You know she's a freak. Um, and this is when I noticed that they're like, are they quickly, obviously, trying to force some kind of relationship between Paul and Laura on us? Mm-hmm. And like, I do love yes. though Emil Hirsch. <laughs> yes, yes. And I love Emil Hirsch as an actor in general. Like, I just love that he looks like some regular ass fucking dude that just like pounds back beers and like yep. chain smokes and like can hang, and hang out. <laughs> Yeah, I felt, I was like, dude, you'd be someone that we'd chill with on the regular. Like, I I can appreciate you. Knowing her history, we find out later, but knowing that she's, at the very least to us viewers, she's escaped some weird cultish thing. Well, we haven't found this out yet. Well, from the beginning, you get that drift. Oh, yeah. Why isn't her house secure like four fucking knocks? Yeah. Like, why isn't she Laurie Strode in Halloween 2018? She should be. She'd be like, yes, I have guns. I have security cameras. I have security lights. I have multiple locks on the fucking door. And that's actually what I put in my notes is I was like, every scene is her saying, I know I saw them. I know that I, I know I saw them, but like, she never put up cameras. She didn't do like, we just kind of this, John, we always come from like angles like this where we're trying to think a little too logically in movies. And we're like, our immediate response would be like nanny cams, cameras outside, inside, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Night vision. Something. <laughs> fucking you have your own sweet ass fucking goggles when you're going mm-hmm. to bed, just in case. Like, you never know. Um, so yeah, when she's talking to Paul, um, David comes down and he pukes up a ton of blood and doctors say that he's got a uh, severe gastrointestinal bleeding for unknown reasons. What? Puking up blood as a kid is not normal? I don't yeah, know. I sh- that was kind of the thing. When we go back to the hospital later, I've got some points about that. Because I think yeah. we've all fucking been that dude before. <laughs> yeah. So after that, like I said, I'm going to keep referencing this. But again, toss the whole kid out. Just start anew. This is fine. We, this kid's probably not from something good anyhow. Um, so like the doctors are straight up like, hey, man, you've been here 15 minutes. Your kid's probably going to die soon. Just just deal with it. Yeah. Like we're fine. He's going to croak. Yeah. Can I have a second opinion <laughs> on that? Just, <laughs> and I was like, you know, if this was fucking Grey's Anatomy, they'd have a cure in 30 minutes. Yep. Right. If oh. they were, if this was Grey's Anatomy, they would have been making out in the room in front of him. They would have had sex. <laughs> they need a doctor house. In the on-call room. Yeah. <laughs> if this was house, he'd be fucking snorting Vicodin in front of him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, uh, God. Uh, so, okay, all of a sudden now the kid's fine. Kid's fine now. There um, is a scene I did respect because I think it was a callback where she's uh, checking around his head 
for puncture mm-hmm. marks or something. I was like, or something. Omen six six yeah. six behind the ear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see what you're doing here, movie. That's when you throw the whole kid out. <laughs> so this is where I had to ask: Do we have any kind of timeline from the moment he went in to the moment he got better and left? That was one of our questions. Was just like timeline wise. Yeah. With this, was this all in one day? Was he fucked up in the morning and at the di- you know and at the diner by nightfall? Like the pacing at this point already was a little a little wonky. Yeah, yeah there's was, no real show of the passage of time in those scenes. And, and I kind of feel like that's I go into this a lot, but like that's why I don't give great scores for horror movies, man. It's like they, <laughs> oh they, yeah, they all have shit like this. And, oh yeah, and, and that's definitely part of it too. And when we get a little bit deeper into this movie, there's actually a question that I still have that I would love okay. to hear y'all's opinions on. <laughs> all right, yeah, because like I said, we got questions. Yeah. And so Paul goes home with Laura and I'm like, oh, and now David has a new daddy. Yeah. Like stepdaddy. Um, Don't you have a job as a detective? Don't you have other cases? Why are you hanging out with these people (laughs) all the time? Shit to do. Yeah. And so in my notes, I have it because I'd never seen the movie before today. I said, I'm calling it right now. Paul is either married or part of whatever seems to be going on. That was just... Stacy, we were on the same, or Laura, Lauren as well. We were all on that same page. Yeah, I had like, that. It, it was so, it was so like, it was so classic. Like there I was think no it, way. <laughs> I think at that point I had a hinking suspicion the twist would be she's fucking insane. Because yeah. I was like, why didn't the doctor start questioning her when the son has weird lesions and bruises? Yeah. You know, that's not a sickness. That's some sort of physical thing that's happening to him. Yeah. And when they didn't, I was like, maybe they're not doing that. So we don't think about it. That might be the twist at the end. So so the only thing that I will say about the doctor was the fact that when you look at those lesions that he had on his body, which they were describing, was actually jaundiced around the outside that was not bruising. So to me, it was something and that's something they did really well for the makeup in this movie. It was like it was very it was very much something that was life draining out of him. And that's something that they don't really cover in even the way that the doctor was describing it. You know? Yeah. 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 No, definitely. Um, and so uh, this is when David cock blocks him and then he gets all fucked up again. And so <laughs> at this point, this is when I have to question, why was no one looking into like Munchausen's by proxy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was, that's what I like, again, I'm over here like, why is nobody questioning at this point? Is the mom doing anything? I don't, unless I missed something. Is but. it, yeah, could it be her? Could it be something environmental in the house? I mean, no yeah. questions asked. It's clearly huffing paint chips because this house clearly had asbestos, which is why she got it at such a discounted rate, which is why she's living in a two story home. Yeah. I actually just cracked the code. There you go. You're welcome. That would make sense. If they mentioned that, I would have been fine with it. It's not even up asbestos, man. Like, what do you yeah. do? Fucking insurance agent? It's uh, either asbestos or lead in a pe- uh, uh, lead paint. There you go. <laughs> we don't even need to finish that episode. It's we the black it mold. Out. Yeah, yeah, we figured it out. Crack the code. All right, guys. Episode over. Bye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and but yeah, then, by uh, the like, second time she takes the kid in, I was like, okay, I think it's time to take him to a different fucking hospital. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the last time they said, we don't know what it is. There's nothing we can fucking do. I'm like send them to one of like you know send them to like you know dallas or wherever biggest next city that has a <laughs> team of dallas. people who might be able to <laughs> like, dallas, are they in texas well think about it well i don't know where they are but i'm like big city take them to big city because Illinois. and uh, the exorcist is another good movie where it has hospital scenes 
She's just weirdly sick, and they take her through the ringer in medical tests. Yeah. This movie doesn't show it. It's just like, well, we looked at him, and we can't find it. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Do more. Like, do more. I would like to point out in this scene, this is another reason that I thought Andy Matichok, Matichok, whatever, um, where I could tell that she was really transcending this role because just the way she acted speaking to that doctor was fucking incredible. Like, yes, I, I give that credit. Yeah, I, agree I, I have that. watched my own mother do that before. And it's it was so surreal to watch her be like, I literally called you like four or five times and I told you this is not fucking normal. And it's like, yeah, like your child throwing up blood is not fucking normal. Yeah, you know? like, <laughs> you're, you're a mom in distress. It's and I, I like that. It makes the characters way more human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it made me care about the character. Yes. Yeah. And, and I no, and I feel like I talk about this with uh, people generally, with uh, horror in general, is there always has to be the gravity to story. There always has to be the storyline, but there also has to be the consequences of things that are fucking happening. Yeah. And I felt like this is one of those moments where that movie was balancing this really, really well. Yes. Yeah. That is a very good point, actually, yes. <laughs> you got that. You got that one. So, um, <laughs> it's like, all right, here we go. This is when we find out that Laura was raised in a cult. And, like, uh, at this point, in my head, I'm like, oh, Paul is definitely here to, like, take her back or take the kid back. And I'm like, if not, you fucking run, dude. Like, yeah. run out of this Put situation. The kid down. <laughs> yeah, like, everybody, like, yeah, Paul, you head for the hills if you're not a part of it because yeah. you're, you're about to get into some real toxic. Like, this is not good. <laughs> Um, so then we well, get to, was it just me that scene where she's whispering to Paul in the hallway? It's like, oh, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, it's when she's telling. Is him it just me, but I couldn't understand what the fuck she was saying? The it was sound. mixed. It, the sound of her audio was so low, and the music was so high. I was like, yep. What? Can you repeat that? So, so do y'all use closed captions? I do. Um, I do too because okay. I can't hear if I. I can had speak. to turn them on and rewind the scene. <laughs> Because literally, like, about half of what she said, I was like, I can't understand what the hell she said. It's like that meme. It's like, I can't see without my closed captions. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know what's going on. If I don't have those, I'm like, I, it sounds like they're speaking gibberish, even though yeah. I'm like, I I know what they're saying. Um, but you're right. The sound, that's when I noticed the sound was, the mixing was fucking wonky because, yeah. you know, I'm just in my bedroom and I'm watching it on my TV and... I kept having to turn it up to hear the dialogue and then having to turn it down really quickly because the music was really loud. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's a little that's bit. That's real. Their EQ was fucked up through most of that movie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, that, that's a definite gripe. Um, so, like I was saying, this is, I know Ash and I talked about this too, and we did as well, but uh, the flashback to like little scenes of the cult, and it's just like a bunch of dads hanging out with their dongs out. Yeah. <laughs> there was some women, women in there. I think there was at least sure, one. But- yeah. But then there was the weird one where it's like a pool party with tiki torches and balloons. And I was like, this doesn't seem that nefarious. Well, first of all, demons love to party. I don't know if you've ever done that before, but like they love doing cocaine out of butts and all kinds of weird shit. So it's Who like, doesn't? well, me the personally, butt sniff. just I'm, a, I'm, a, right up the I'm crack. afraid of Giardia. So I'm not one to like just do a line out of any random butt, you know? You have to at least use a, a wet a wipe. Butt. Yeah, use a wet wipe at least. Freshly showered. Yeah, well, no, you haven't eaten for a day. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, we got to party real hard. Don't eat yeah, anything. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, Man, I, 
I just love your bathroom. I ate at Chipotle. Want to do a line off my ass? (laughs) (laughs) This cocaine is brown tinted. I don't trust it. (laughs) Ugh. Yeah, I know. Talk about Winston Salem now. Oh, but yeah, no, like we were saying, like it just in those scenes just hardly seemed menacing to me just because of that. I mean, it looked like yeah. it was like, honestly probably a cool party. Yeah. Truthfully. I can get down. Yeah. Demons usually do. Yeah. But I mean, no, but I, I don't think those guys were demons. Yeah, but I feel like when you, you're almost like demon by proxy, I feel like when you're like, like if, if Astroth, which I'm going to go ahead and spoil it now for these people, is the name of the demon that we're worshiping, which I'm 80% sure is straight out of Soul Calibur. If Astroth was like walking down the, the side of the pool, not running because he does still follow the rules, and you high five everybody on the way down, like these are the guys that are standing other, on the other side in board shorts. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I mean, if that's all he's doing, then hey, he might be a cool guy. It might be okay. It might be still be a good party. That's, you know what? Like me and Lauren, I think we'll talk about it later. The I'd hang with that. I'd hang with that party. Yes. The toxicity of Lauren and I, and, and how we would trauma you know, if this happened to us. Um. Yeah. So uh, she, uh, of course, uh, what's his name? David is is um in the in the hospital, and uh, she steals him out of there because I guess the cult people we can assume are there. What was the doctor and them a part of it, or were they yes. just like, hey, this chick's crazy? The doctor yeah. absolutely was. Right. And, and that, and this is the first, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was just say, like, with, with the doctor going in, the way he was talking to the RNs was so funny because he was just like sitting there, like, hey, guys, we have to make sure that this, and, like, that's again part of the audio being shitty. <laughs> But honestly, that's, again, where it kind of played into my theory that I was like, she must be fucking nuts. Because yeah. what if they're talking I about people showing up to arrest her for abuse? Yeah. She crazily is like, they must be cult. They're talking about taking him. So that, again, like made me think, okay, this all is her. She is abusing her kid. She's fucking nuts. Yeah. And yeah. So me, I don't really. So I'm like, okay, cult aside, why would everyone? Okay. I don't know. That, that, so that's her kid. Why is everyone looking for her? Is it because he's sick? And, like, I don't know how it works with, like, custody of children and hospital <laughs> issues. Like, I mean, can't they just be like, yeah, she took her kid against medical advice? Like, Well, and also, if they wanted to take her kid, they could have taken him from the house. Not once, but twice. Taken him from the hospital the first time. Why now? But I get, because the cruelty thing? I don't know. Well, so on the culty thing, this is where uh, clearly they're not the smartest cult in the cupboard, I guess, because <laughs> this is—if if this doctor is actually part of this cult, which we find out later, uh, there is—so when she—actually, uh, Ash, to your point earlier about her being crazy, is she easily could have been deemed a danger to herself and this child. Okay, yeah. yeah. And they could have just taken the kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They could have let her not have access to the child in the room at all. It's actually amazingly easy. <laughs> yeah, and, well, and especially since we find out that the doctor's in on it, wouldn't they have just restricted access to her with the kid? Automatically. Well, you can't restrict access unless you do that of the just fucking you are a danger to yourself and others because you're fucking clearly crazy, you know? Well, then that's when you do the well, much. Already, shit. didn't they have the proof for that? Because already she'd gone to the cops... Oh, I, I saw a bunch of people in my kid's bedroom and they disappeared. 
And that's where we start to get that point that we've all figured out so far at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think it's one of those, again, it's one of those scenes that uh, Stacey and I usually talk about. I'm like, yeah, this this has to happen because the movie has to happen. Yeah. I have yeah. that conversation with Eric all the fucking time. Yeah. We <laughs> just, like the plus we I don't like those moments because <laughs> yeah. it's it feels it just feels lazy to like, you know, leave those kind of logic gaps in and just kind of foo-foo them away. It's like, well, the movie has to happen. So, mm. yeah. But I yeah, I think that's it because that. it's like, well, they could have taken the kid right away. They could have automatically said she was fucking crazy and taken the kid legally. Yeah. And absolutely. And then they would have had to have a court scene. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. This bitch clearly would have fought this tooth and nail. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. 100%. Well, and that's what all like, you know, weird demonic possession movies needs is, is a court scenes, you know, like uh, exorcism of Evelyn Rose. Thank you. Yeah. It's Judge yeah. Mathis up in this bitch yeah. telling Fuck. you who you can and can't have. Yes. Yeah. I fucking love it. So we need custody court. We need divorce court. We need all the courts on yep. the case. On the TV. Judge Judy. Judge Judy. God damn it. You know she'll I take care of that shit. Get on the stand. Your lawyer sucks cocks in hell. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Lord. So, um, so like I said, she's taken her kid from the hospital. She goes to her. Seemingly, obviously, she's on the run or they're after her she so goes to her neighbors across the street neighbor earlier right yeah, yeah. we don't even know what she fucking does what was her name like susan i think susan typical maybe i think her name i'm pretty sure Something. I mean, that's totally rational you know go back basically to the where the cops would expect you to go yeah across the street yeah right across the street yeah so she's like it's hey, not as if they're not going to notice your car out front yeah, she's yeah. like, uh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go gather things for me and my child before we run off into the distance. And um, then she comes back and David is is eating the insides of the neighbor, saying that he feels better. Got a little hungry. Need a little midnight Because he kept complaining he was hungry. But <laughs> now we know what David's hunger and is. And he's magically feeling better again. So it seems like there's a association with definitely eating people and his illness going away. Yeah, the lesions are actually dissipating off of him, yeah. which I thought was really cool. That was yeah. like, that was automatically just given to us. And yeah. Lauren, once again, what's your, what's your acronym? FTK. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes me wonder, and it's not addressed in the movie from what I remember. Is it just human flesh or can it be any animal's flesh? Like, can I, she sacrifice a chicken and he eats a live chicken? Or a dog or a cat or a goat or a a moose or whatever the hell they have. A moose? Where does she live? Well, um, well considering how much he like eats later on, you <laughs> might be able to eat a moose. It's like, oh, good thing I found this moose hanging around. Uh, for eat. A jackalope. There, that's a Texas. Ja- yes, there we a go. jackalope. <laughs> Fitting. Swamp yeah, booger. So. Yeah, so of course I'm like, I knew this kid fucking sucked. I yeah. couldn't stand it. One thing mind. that I did love about that scene is when a sick child tells you, come closer, don't fucking do it dude yeah you're gonna die well everything like (laughs) yeah what everything i know as as being a former child at some point was that (laughs) with my experience of being a child at one point in my life (laughs) is whenever you tell your parent to come closer or you get close to your parent you know what's gonna happen right after you're gonna throw up on them that's usually what happens my mother can vouch for that for child vomiting (laughs) especially when you're like you come to your parent in the middle of the night, you're like, Mom, what the fuck? I don't feel good. They're like, oh, get away! Because you're about to be like, I up. Like, yeah, I don't feel so <laughs> Yeah, I watched The Exorcist. I'm so far away from these fucking kids at this point. Yeah. I, I did that at one point. My poor mother. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I was like strawberry colored puke off the walls. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I was trying to turn around real quick because I was like, oh, toilet. I had to go pee with my morning pee. I was like, mom, I don't feel good. Literally, <laughs> it was one of those enclosed toilets too, just walls. Fuck yeah. Painted. I think that's one too many of those Dan and drinkables. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. was. Well, and Stacy really knows was. the infamous Red Lobster story. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Don't do that to me. Can we talk about the Red Lobster story real quick? Oh, yeah, no. go ahead. It's your show, fam. <laughs> no, it's you. May okay. Uh, Red Lobster uh, earlier that day had uh, uh, Chili Mac was not sitting well. It wasn't sitting well by dinner time. And I love that you ate Chili Mac and then we're like, let's go to Red Lobster. No, no, it was it was later that day, so it was still affecting me hours later. We get to Red Lobster. I start feeling bad. I start walking to the bathroom. I get halfway there, and it happens about four times as I'm walking to the bathroom, just oh, no. at one after another after another. By the time I get to the bathroom, it's mostly gone. <laughs> That's what you want as you a patron stop. at a restaurant. Well, exactly. Be, well, because when I left the bathroom after about 30 minutes, I noticed half of the restaurant was gone. Dude, <laughs> yeah. They're like, and there was, they had already cleaned it up. There was like wet marks all down the carpet, <laughs> like for about 10 feet to the bathroom. Uh, they're like, this kid just threw up all my Cheddar Bay biscuits. I gotta go. I gotta go. Like, Never getting yeah. here. Crap, like, you'll never smell the same. <laughs> it's like he threw up in the lime lobster tank. <laughs> you have to buy them all. Yeah. Weirdly, they're all cooked. <laughs> yeah. The acid just cooked them. <laughs> you have a deep fried consistency. Dude, yeah. first of all, you made lobster ceviche and people pay prime for that. <laughs> Yeah, you're yeah. fucking money for that shit. And I live still about three miles away from there. Haven't gone in since, even all live? these years later. Because <laughs> there's still a picture of him outside. Don't let. Well, I'm surprised they didn't ban me from the fucking place. <laughs> like, don't let this guy in this don't restaurant. Don't let this kid in. He might. If there was dead. a wall of infamy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just him. But anyways, yeah. Sorry, because that's always a funny story for me. It didn't happen to me. Uh, so yeah, they 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 uh. They run off to a motel, which is like the most, has the most insane painting. Dude. Did you catch this, John? The painting that she looks at inside the motel room? No. It the literally is a scene where it clocks in on this painting. And it's like a weird, I don't even know what like time period. It should not have been in a motel room, but it's like a grown man who's got its two fingers in like a young child, like a toddler's mouth. Yeah. Oh, so it's San Antonio. Yes. <laughs> That's at the Motel 6. Uh, yeah. like, well, um, well actually, I think that, uh, that was intentional because of the type of hotel she was in. Well, obviously, but uh, I was just like, I remember, I think, sending a picture in the group chat and was like, what? What the, what the fuck is up with this? Yeah. I, but no, this is this is when um, David sees them on the news mm-hmm. and he realizes uh, that they're yeah. on the run and that they're citing in the news her mental illness. She has a mental illness. Yeah. And, and that was the point where I was like, if they're mentioning it, that she has mental illness, that's not the twist. That adds that's a little, a, That's yeah. when I dropped that theory. Yeah, All and that's I saw when, was my type. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So that's when she takes David and she says that they're going to go see an old friend of hers. Mm-hmm. And uh, Oh, yeah, you're totally yeah. right. Totally right. So, no, and you're good. So right before that, <laughs> yeah. So right before, like, in between that scene where she meets Jimmy, um, that's when the cops discover Susan. Mm-hmm. And uh, they find out that that uh, Laura's basically been passed around in this pedo ring. 
Mm-hmm. And so you're like, okay, not a cult, pedal ring. That's what is in the papers, pedal ring. Her dad's right. pimped her out. Her dad's raped her. She's been raped by these men. It's really fucking horrible. And so, of course, that's why she escapes. And um, this is when we also go, ooh, I think David is daddy's kid. I would like to point out that is the police report. Yes. But I don't believe that that's what the story no, is. No, no, yeah. yeah, same yeah, yeah, either. Yeah. That's just a you know his little Manila folder of like, look, are you yeah. sure? Because <laughs> I guess the, the 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 partner was asking Emil Hirsch's character like, hey man, like you've, you've had you contact with her. her, you fucking her, whatever. We just made out. I'm like, ah, oh, typical guy. We <laughs> just kid was seizing upstairs. We were just making out. Like we knew it was gonna be over soon. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Just a little smooch. It's a little smoochy. So uh, that's when Paul goes to the institution and he looks for uh, Dr. Bradley, I think is the name. He looks for the doctor of the institution that uh, Laura was in. And uh, I had to have to point out, too, that somehow I'm like this poor front desk lady would rather work at a sanitarium than McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> that's just that's what I gathered. That's what I gathered. From I, that well, I, I, I would so assume the customers kind of are the same in both areas. No, because literally in no, my 100%. notes, in my <laughs> notes, I say, to be fair, you'd get your ass beat at either one for pissing someone off. So, yeah. I mean, you give someone the wrong size nuggets, you're getting your ass kicked. You that's why I go to McDonald's. <laughs> I have gone to McDonald's twice this week. And by this so point, they would looked at the crime scene for the neighbor. And she had written on the wall, like, this cult slogan. And I'm like... Um, you know, even if you're trying to like avoid detection that it's you and your son, fingerprints. Well, it was a, he is coming. Yeah. 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 He so is it's coming. like, so, so, you know, it's a very slight misdirection because they're going to print the place and they're going to find your kids' prints and your prints at this place. And then it's like, you got a motel room. Um, how did you pay for it? With a credit card, probably because you okay, need to usually put a no, credit card on file. They can trace that shit. <laughs> They and do then bring you're it up calling later. Calling the cop on a cell phone, I'm like, you know that shit can be traced. Yeah, you're really no. bad at running away from the law. They do bring it up later that she pays with her current card, but they're just not too quick on the uptake. Yeah. So. And also, like, as we get to the end of the story, it really doesn't matter how she did it. Yeah. To, to, to the rest of the story, you yeah. know. No, but at this yeah. point, it just makes you wonder, like, because you don't know anything else. You're like, wow, she's really bad at fucking being on the lamb, isn't she? Yeah. I would be. If I, I would was, be terrible. I spend my time fucking hanging out with first graders, teaching them how to fucking read. I don't know how to get away from the law. I barely got away from a fucking cult. Like <laughs> You empty your bank account in cash and you burn your phone and then get a burner phone. She did toss her phone out the car window at one point. That was the smart thing. At one point. Yes, that was the She did eventually she do did. something smart. She should have just turned her location off. Like literally, literally, she had her location on her Snapchat, or just shows her little, icon, her little emoji, like Driving. going everywhere in the little car. Selfie with her with David in the back. <laughs> yeah, I gotta upload to TikTok. Shit's yeah. crazy. Um, yeah, so, so driving down the fucking street. Yeah, with your kid like having a seizure in the side. <laughs> already happened he'll be fine he'll be fine i wonder what a seizure looks like (laughs) well you know she she, yeah well exactly dab 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 (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my god. By the way, so, we are not making fun of any sort of uh, illnesses here in seriousness. This is all joke. Um, excuse me, we had just done our or, uh, orphan episode where Ash used the hard R, not on his own, but quoting something, but still. Like, yeah. uh, but still. <laughs> the fact that they put that in orphan just fucked me up. <laughs> well, it was like fucking 2009. I mean, they were yeah. still right on the cusp of, I think. Yeah, right I, on the cusp I of guess. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I didn't like do it, but like, I'm just saying. Like, I don't know. They thought it was cool still. I don't know. They were the still saying stuff was verified. <laughs> well, remember, you're talking to the same person that just basically. <laughs> went off on uh, Italian people. Oh, you. No, no, French people. French people. Who, with, you? Uh, yes, remember oh, French? Why you a fair game? Like, straight yeah. up. Like, the yeah, time is coming. I went after the French <laughs> and are as above, so below. Well, we we, we are allowed to go. Oh, oui, oui, yes. Oh, papillon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're allowed to go after the French. If, have, if I haven't gotten canceled for that, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just... He already got canceled from Red Lobster. It's gonna be five years yeah. from now. Yeah. I found this episode from To Avoid Fainting. The French canceled them. How is your cancel culture for fucking Red Lobster? Well, and if they got me on <laughs> that, you know what? My response to me to go would be me making that stereotypical, you know, French voice. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, what are you doing with my Twitter? You're trying to cancel me. I'm too native, man. I can't do fucking. I don't care because I'm French and I smoke a cigarette. <laughs> Do something cool, like smoke a cigarette. Like a bar of chocolate. And, and, <laughs> like, and then I will go I know, I into, into my lover's room and have a menage a trois. John, I got you. I know what you're talking about. I appreciate I it. got you. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so back to the movie. So this is when Laura meets with Jimmy. And apparently he was a part of the pedo ring as well as a victim. Uh, so this is like when the insanity really begins. And he says that she was never actually raped by her dad or the men, but rather she was scared or sacred, sorry, scared, sacred to them and uh, would do chants and stuff to summon a demon from hell that would rape her. So now we can assume that the kid is a demon spawn. Yeah, yeah. which uh, I have a problem. Did she take her son with her? Yeah. Yeah. Not she a actually good like neighborhood puts for a her kid. hands over his Yeah, that's what I was, I was, I was remembering that, but I wanted to make sure it wasn't a mismemory. Not the really best neighborhood to take a no, young when child. She goes, so when Especially she goes in a house of a crackhead. Well, when she goes to visit Jimmy's mom uh, to find his location, that's when she puts the headphones in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this lady's crazy. Don't. Well, don't but that's fine. They're out in the middle of the country. She's just kind of nuts. And I'm like, she's not a meth head or crackhead yeah. in a slum in a very bad neighborhood. Not the safest place to bring your kid. Yeah. Well, he might eat one of the crackheads. Well, that there you go, food for life. Yeah, but you gotta go where you gotta go right now. Like you're okay. already on the run. You are pretty much a crackhead that's being chased down by the cops right yeah, now. Yeah, but if your kid eats a crackhead, you know he might get indigestion from it. You're a fiend already, so don't think it matters. Y'all can relate. Well, okay, you, you want a crack addiction on top of that? Why not? Maybe it'll make. I need food stop. and crack. It'll crack. Well, crack, I think, makes you not want to eat, so he'd there be fine. Well, let's be straight up for a minute. If all of us had watched a human being, I don't care if it's male, female, XYZ, whatever. If we watched them have sex with a demon, all of us have a drug problem. Straight yeah, up. Like, 100%. there is no one that's safe from this now. <laughs> well, I mean, who hasn't seen it? There's hentai out there. Dude, I don't have that much money. 
I can't show up to some fucking club and hope that there's like a cult here that's gonna gangbang this. Sorry. I, was... <laughs> I mean, don't be well, sorry. Well, if if the satanic panic has taught me anything, is cults are everywhere. Satanic cults are everywhere. So it's funny. I remember on the episode I was on with you guys, I mentioned satanic panic. <laughs> had y'all never heard that term before? I had never heard that before. Yeah, they had never heard the term satanic panic before. And I don't know about you. Okay, heard there's it a video that you and him need to watch, uh, which is a police training video on Legitimate. satanic panic. Legitimate, Legitimate police video detailing like what you need to look out for in public. Because in the it 80s, is such horseshit. It is yeah. hilarious. The cross only goes this way kind of shit. Yeah. Like yeah. In, the, in the 80s, it was like, that was the biggest fear was cults sacrificing children, molesting children. So it, it was, they coined the term satanic panic. It's amazing that it wasn't crack that they were selling to the community, but that's, I guess that's just me. They were already doing that. They said, let's just add something else to take away <laughs> to distract from the crack selling. But yeah, that was huge in the eighties. Yes. Um, <laughs> so in between the scene of where she's talking to Jimmy about everything, the doctor is talking to, I think, uh, Paul. Mm -hmm. And is uh, uh, telling him, revealing that her name is actually Anna, and she was pimped out by her dad, and there's no cult, and you're like, yeah, sure, guy, because I'm like, I don't trust anybody. And it's weird that they didn't know each other, right? Yeah. Like it, 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 it was really kind of weird, honestly. Like I don't care if that's a spoiler for people listening to this right now. No, like, but that her and Paul did, right? It's like you said earlier. Like we all kind of figured it out at this point, and it's, it's like I don't understand how. These two, I, and I get, and I use this word a lot, but I, again, they're like two ancillary characters, and it's like I don't understand how they haven't met because they were they're close in age. They're close in age. They're in the same fucking cult. They are like, they're, they're one and the same. They're literally playing for the same team. How the fuck do you not know each other? Yeah, <laughs> um, I think it is revealed though when she is talking to Jimmy that uh, she did not remember a lot of the stuff yeah. that actually happened. Yeah, she was so like, she didn't remember. She doesn't remember. Yeah, she didn't remember. He remembered everything, and yeah. he remembered that it, he wasn't even, that she was never victimized. Yeah. She, she was, was just, just oh, used. Was yeah, she thought it was, her memory was that it was a sex cult. His was as it was a demonic no, cult. But he's saying about Paul. Yeah. Okay, that, that, that they didn't ever it's run possible. into each other. I, it's possible. Oh, but, oh, like, no, no, I get what you're saying. Oh, now I get what you're saying. Yeah. She's saying that because she didn't remember anything. Maybe she never remembered meeting him. Oh, well, this, I'm just saying, exactly. Paul and the doctor, when they meet for the first time. Oh! Oh. Yeah, I'm saying when they meet for the first time, weirdly, there's like no, there, there's literally no semblance of we know each other, which is fucking weird to me from the story yeah. that we've seen. Then the story that will be revealed later on in the movie. Yeah. That, that's what's fucking weird to me. Yeah. yeah. Okay, now I get it. You got a, lost, a little lost in translation there. Um, There's so too this, many characters. It's a fucking Stephen King movie too at many. this point. <laughs> We're not, there's not needful things, goddammit. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is when she ends up at another motel. This is the motel that we were talking about earlier. And I'm like, who the fuck is this weird guy outside with like harem of prostitutes? Yeah. Like, that's just his spot. Oh, well, who do you think he is? Okay. He, and now I'm here for it. Okay. So yeah. this is what I wanted to talk about earlier and fucked up. So uh, this was one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Like, like I was talking about earlier, this is one of those beautiful revenge stories. And 
like so I've been doing a little bit of writing lately and I love making characters that are so fucking easy to kill because you hate them. You hate them with every bit of your being. And what was amazing about this was this guy's voice through a stoma was mm-hmm. immaculate. <laughs> like, yeah, like I didn't notice till midway seeing that he had that and then I was like, "Oh, that's why he sounds like that." I didn't I you didn't, didn't notice that You didn't at see all. that? Because um, at one point, I think when he's sitting down, he smokes, and he mm-hmm. smokes through it. But right when she walks up to him and asks him, do you want to come inside and fuck me? He, oh. You show him doing that, and then you see, like, a little... Yeah. So I guess it's, it's easy to mistake it's a face or something. Yeah. Him, I guess. <laughs> well, now we have the scene where David's like, I need to fucking eat something. I'm so hungry. And this is the first time, too, where, like, he's calling his mom a bitch, and, like, fucking, he's... Go- like... He is having a visceral reaction, and I know you hate this kid, Stacey, but what I will say, whenever I watch a movie like this, or I watch The Seventh Day, or I watch something that has a child who is either possessed or some (laughs) form of demonic energy surrounding them, when you can perpetuate that kind of energy, Mm -hmm. I am so impressed. Do I yeah. think this kid did it as well as The Seventh Day? Absolutely not. That actor yeah. was absolutely phenomenal. I thought he absolutely killed Yeah. Me. I mean, he definitely, I think, gave the vibe of, like, a kid in distress yeah. and needing, in, 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 in need of something. Not, but, but you're feeling that yeah. evil kind of fucking peel out of him. And it's just, like, that's what I get impressed with. Yeah. I'm like, I'm fucking that. hungry. I'm fucking. You're like, yeah. Oh. You fucking bitch! <laughs> yeah, and it well, and that's where it got hints of uh, Exorcist like, oh, with Reagan. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It it all stems from shit like that. Mm-hmm. It all stems from shit like that. So that's what I get really impressed with with child actors in a lot of these uh, these horror films. Is like I think that's a totally different uh, aspect that you kind of have to take on, like well, as as a young actor especially. That's uh, something Stacey and I actually mentioned in the review we just uh, filmed for The Orphan, which was you know, talking about uh, Esther, the actress that played Esther, was able to go through that range of psychosis just as a small child actor. And same thing with, like, you know, I brought up The Good Son or The Exorcist, whereas, you know, young kids play I don't know, these man, she's like demented dark roles. <laughs> she is not that old. She, she is not that young. In the first movie? I, no, in the first it, movie. Oh, okay, okay. I was yeah, looking at yeah, the first kill. movie, not not no, the, the first movie. Not first she kill, like, not first kill. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. was like, no. hold on a minute. Yeah, first kill, hold she's on. like 40. <laughs> 40? Jesus Christ, I don't even think she's that old. Um, before we get to what happens to this this yeah. pimp, um, I did this have like a question. He is just pimp. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I guess he never got a name, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like, she starts singing to him, right? When he's mm-hmm. like, oh, sing me that song yeah. that you always sang to me. And she's singing like this different language, yeah. which mm-hmm. we never got any idea that she... Which that is him. that is something I noted. Um, was I was wondering if that was maybe part of, you know, whatever language she used to communicate to that's what a I, demon and stuff like that. That's exactly what I figured. was like, oh, it's just something from her childhood, doing what, whatever it was, maybe something she heard when she was a child. I don't know. I assume it's Aramaic. Like every, We're just everything. always gonna assume, yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, and I'm like, that's probably the fucking demon's phone number. Like, we're trying to fucking call this guy already, and we don't even know it. Like, yeah. Yes. Um. So, like we said, he's just sitting there. He's screaming, yelling like a fucking maniac. And I'm like, smother his little ass. Mm-hmm. Like, just fucking smother him. Fuck them kids. That's TK. But then again. It's like a motel, obviously, where that dude's hanging out. It doesn't seem like it'd be the one that would immediately call the cops. Mm-hmm. I've seen this motel before. I think we, we all have. I've partied at that motel when I was 15, all right? <laughs> so it was at a Red Roof Inn, all right? So I don't know. We've all been there. No, but back to something you mentioned earlier, it's like I, the hour. <laughs> I love that they do have this pimp character in the movie because it reminds me of movies like uh, Last House on the Left or I Spit on Your Grave, yeah. where it's like, oh, these are dirtbags who are going to yeah. get killed, and I'm going to love it. You know, he's cannon fodder. He's, yeah, yeah. he's going to be great. He's cannon, and just because you want to see him die anyways, because you see the way that he's treating the women that he's employing, yes. essentially. Uh, he, he literally, like, chokes this chick and throws her into the car that is next to Laura while she's having an existential crisis in her car of yeah. who she's going to fucking kill next. So you're like, oh. Yeah, it's you know? the pimp, obviously. Like, you didn't even it. have to have that scene to yeah. make us want him to die. Like, from day one, when he stands up, you know, when he sees her though in the mm-hmm. beginning, holding her child, and he's like, you want to come party with us or whatever? It's like, fuck, I'm, I'm on the run. Leave me alone. Like, and I, I do it's like that. It's respectful, though. Like, yeah. It, it, yeah. it was at least to a point where, like, it wasn't fucking crazy to the audience. It wasn't, like, something that was egregious or over the top or fucking crazy. It was just like, okay, this dude's a bad dude. He fucking hits yeah. women, right? And I well, think and they needed this guy as the kill because the, we have to stay kind of sympathetic, hopefully, to her and her son throughout the movie. He's already killed one innocent person. If he kept on killing innocent people, I think they were worried that, you know, by the end, it's like, we won't give a fuck. We'll be like, they both should die. But I don't so know, I, I think, think this one was their way of saying, no, no, this one's OK. This is a gimme because he's a fucking asshole. So to me, I think, though, that is something that would have been a better option is, again, using someone who is an innocent person. Yeah. It raises those stakes a little bit more of like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, we don't want this person. Because, I mean, it's so easy for us to be like, yeah, fuck that guy. Like, yeah. we know we want to, mm-hmm. you know, progress the movie a little bit further with this with this point. But I think giving no, no. it that. I again, agree with another... actually your side of it. But I, I like what I'm saying is I get where they were coming from by doing yeah. this. Yeah. But I would have liked it, yes, more innocent, keep on dying. And the whole the whole time she's like, oh, my God, I'm really fucked up individual about for doing this. And my kid is a fucking monster. Could have been a poorly timed uh, housekeeper, you know? Yeah. Walk yeah. 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 Housekeeping. Yeah. And then she gets fucking dead. A door-to-door Mormon. Girl Scouts. Oh, shit. At a, at a seedy motel. It would It would be unexpected. The only thing that I would really like to point out about this scene, so, like, when we actually bring Pimp into said room, we have those, like, little scenes that are, you know, you see him in everything, whether it be The Conjuring or anything that slips under the bed, right? Poltergeist, whatever. So we know that the kid is actively going to eat this dude. Like, there is no there is no there doubt is no, in anybody's yeah. mind for what is about to happen. Yeah. And and then there is this amazing moment where they where she's like, okay, I want to have sex in the bathroom, which like I don't think that's weird by any means, but like you're already in a city motel that you're paying fucking hourly. 
So we go into the room and there is a point where <laughs> he goes, there, there, you know, she's starting to like slowly undress and, he, and she goes, or sorry, the, the dude goes, take off your shirt. And all I could think <laughs> to myself is, I don't know if anybody else here has seen a bug's life, um, but yeah. it's the scene where they're in uh, the can diner style thing and the slug fucking eats the food. He goes, I got no call. And that's all I heard <laughs> from this dude in a fucking stoma. <laughs> yes. It, it just took you out. Like, I was just like, oh, fucking just just kill him. Just kill him. We're already there. We're already fucking there. I don't even care at this point. Which I respect <laughs> putting it at a seedy motel because, again, who's going to fucking call the cops? But I love how she, like, turns on the shower. And for a second, I'm like, I hope you're not doing that to muffle the sound of the screams that are coming. Because those walls are paper thin. Yeah. She's preparing. It's like, I know for a fact, <laughs> in a hotel, yeah. the walls are paper thin. I know that hotel walls are paper thin because at TFW, you know the story, <laughs> Stacey. Where we went, I stayed at the Hyatt. Next door neighbor or the people that were in the room across, screwing like animals. The whole yeah. night, I couldn't sleep. I mean, you, over there. you go to a horror convention, you're going to get fucking ramped. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, <laughs> people are getting a little freaky. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, let's turn on the shower so we'll muffle it. I was like, nah, it's not muffling shit. So, what I have to point out, though, is is what to me is like, she was able to so easily lure him all the way as a man who is a pimp who's probably pretty streetwise, right? She's like, no, 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 I don't want to do it in here. Come to the bathroom with me. Okay, you saw her walk in holding some. I'd be like, where's the kid? Also, I'm going to the bathroom. No, 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 come into the bathroom. Hold on, I want to turn the I don't shower. Think like she about kids. No, 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 not a kid thing. No, but the fact that oh. like she was making it like, no, come back here with me. Let me do this. Like a little sus. She was being a little sus. Yeah, okay. and he was, I'm like, it's not like he's like never had sex in his life. Like it's where he's like, oh yeah, I don't care about all the red flags. This is the cleanest woman he's probably seen in six months. Yeah, he was down bad. Down. 110 percent. 110 percent. Until he was like, just fucking take your shirt. Even I was like, just take your fucking shirt off. Right. Like, and then I love that she was like sitting there. Put like, the shirt in the basket. <laughs> folding her clothes. Like, do I'm like. Are you gonna do this or not? Yeah. Getting into this? He's not like, big for foreplay. And the fucking kid was just taking his time. I would have been like, come on. Like, I, I can only get so far. I can only get so far before he, like, obviously, that he starts choking her. Yeah. You know, I'm like, this man is not gonna be a romantic. Like, he's not gonna, like, caress your hair and touch you softly. Light some candles. Like, he's Look gonna deeply fucking... into your eyes. Yeah. On the weekend, <laughs> in the background, you know? You are gonna be his next employee. Yeah. Like, no, stop. <laughs> Let's just fucking do that. So. You gotta sample the goods before you sell them. In the next scene, she's actually filling out W-2 forms and yeah. making sure that she's ready for the next the next tax season. For... She says, little do you know, it's actually very lucrative. Yeah. Like, Getting paid really well. Yeah, you guys, come on. It's not that hard. So, uh, yeah, he definitely, uh, he gets eaten. He gets fucking eaten. I have a problem with that, though. What? Oh, the, yeah. The body parts. The only Are thing you talking about when she's actually, uh, like, pulling the bag out? Well, finding the body scene? parts, put them into the bag, and then pulling it out. The okay. body parts in that bathroom. I saw a torso, and I saw some arms. I didn't see any lower half of the body, and I'm like, that's a 70-pound child. The bottom half of that guy has to weigh about 150, 175 pounds. 
Where did it fucking 175? That man at least weighed 275. What do you mean? Well, but, but it's the lower half of his body. So, oh, so okay. I'm oh. cutting in half. I'm like, okay. Mm. So 150, 175. Okay. Where the fuck did he go into this seven-year-old or this 70-pound child? Does he take massive monster shit after this, like Randy on South Park? That's why they keep changing motel rooms. They break the toilet. Blows up the toilet. Fuck, we gotta move now. Also, maybe he was fucking swinging, dude. Like, she saved that half. She's clearly not worried about anything that's happening right now. (laughs) I mean, he was a thick dude, so. He was a solid man. Surely he he was hauling around a hog. Like, yeah. so, so, uh, steroids. He certainly got it on before his fucking heart stopped. That's why he was freaking the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then, and then we see, as expected, Jimmy gets killed. We find his body. He's been killed by a bunch of crucifixes. Yeah, shoved crucifixes down the throat. Crucifixes in the mouth. Yeah. Sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also uh jumped out. He had the strangulation marks. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. Yeah. Until. Yeah. Later yeah. on. Yeah. And then, it, like, view was really weird, too, because they were like, okay, we got to fucking make sure we protect him showing his wiener on television. So he's, like, in this fucking weird, contorted, like, here's my asshole kind of shot. And I was yeah. like, what Which the, is way what more acceptable than a wiener. Take a look at my cheeks. Get a load of these sweet cheeks. Look at this is there any cocaine in those ass cheeks? Yeah. So at this point, we probably got about 20 minutes left in the movie, right? And And, and to me, it's already a bit still oddly paced um it's definitely one of those slow burning a little bit of a longer development in the Mm -hmm. films um so um i think this is when laura and david are in the another hotel room Mm -hmm. and i have to point this out because i told you guys in the group chat he referenced this eight or nine year old referenced 9 11. and i was like well you're about 12 years away from being born from that (laughs) <laughs> when he was talking about his dream and he's like i was flying above and the earth cracked whatever and i heard screams like 9 11 and i was like sir he was watching it on youtube yeah like right? yeah. <laughs> probably a little freak because like i mean lauren you were pretty young when 9 11 happened yeah yeah so i'm just like there's no way in how this kid oh child it was just it was just like a weird little things like that are little things that not take me out but make me like pause question and go huh wait why was I added in? Like, so, so now I feel like this is actually a really good point to ask a question that I've had the entire time. So, like, especially okay. like now that we've seen two instances of seeing the he is coming, right? So we had the the body being buried the second time, and in both instances between Susan and Pimp, right? And we have uh, the he is coming, and then they do this the the runic mark. Right. So, so here's my only issue with the entire movie. I'm sure I have more, but like, <laughs> the, a, a good starting point is I'm I'm so curious as to. So has anyone here seen uh, We Summon the Darkness? OK, it's an uh, Alex Daddario movie. It is. So We Summon the Darkness. Yes, actually, I have. I've seen it, but I don't think I ever paid attention. So, so here's my thing is uh, something that kind of transpires, but like. Putting that movie aside, the question that I kind of come to with he is coming and the, and the message that she's been putting out to the rest of the world that has been following her, whether it be Paul and the news crew or fucking whoever sees it, is it's one of two things to me and they don't answer this question. Uh, first of all, 
uh, is he is coming a warning to people that are a part of this cult, people who know what she's talking about because there there's the runic symbol at the end that tells you that like if you're part of this and you have that kind of knowledge that you know, right? Yeah. Or is this similar to We Summon the Darkness where she's doing the he is he is coming, have the runic symbol, but we're trying to blame it on a satanic cult. I, I think it's the latter on those that one. Kind of like Helter Skelter on the wall. Just... Because the thing is, is, like if you see that on fucking Fox 5 or whatever, you don't know that that, that this is some satanic cult. Yeah. Like, uh, unless they fucking tell you that. Well, like, I think I think that's where you get the kind of connection to Helter Skelter, Death to Pigs on the Wall. Sure. You know, that will make people think of, you know, a cultish kind of group instead of yeah. a, one mother and a child who has fits. I still think there's that part, though, where it's just like you're trying to actually warn people. And that's yeah. The, that's the part that I really wish they had answered in this movie. Well, I yeah. th- well that I That's think we was her way of yeah. doing it because no one was believing her at that point. It's like, no, these these crazy people are after me, and cops are like, no, oh, no, it's not. And then you know, she's doing this to m- try to convince them these people are here. Right. So I think that's the where that she was going with it. Instead of a warning but, to but the But again, cult. that that runic symbol only matters to people that know what it is. Mm-hmm. True, and she's but still, she's still again, using that with satanic panic. I think that was her way of saying, put a runic symbol up there. It even is more pushing them towards why is there a runic symbol? It must be a fucking cult. Like scaring, but she used yeah, the scaring them into believing. That's my only thing is she had the knowledge and she knew she she knew what this symbol meant and she was trying it felt like she was trying to put a message out there and that's yeah. where I got lost in the movie a little bit yeah. was like who was this message out to or was she trying to because she escaped this cult like so is yeah. she the person that's trying to make it so other people can see that message and be like you need to get the fuck out of here like I did. Yeah. And, and that's where I got lost in translation. Yeah. No, I get like, it. like like was it a calling card of like, hey Exactly. Yeah. I'm here, this is what it is, follow my trail. I, I, I yeah, there's but then again, that <laughs> that second exclamation uh, explanation doesn't make sense because at that point she doesn't think it's a satanic cult, she thinks it's a pedo ring. Well, at this point in the movie, after well, be- speaking to Jimmy, she knows that it's not. She knows that well, she's she had still, sex with the she demon. still believes that he's wrong, she's right. When it was the neighbor, she wrote that on the wall as well. So that was way before she thought it was a cult. And, sh- and that's when she thought it was, but she kept doing it. That's my that's my big thing. Is like well, she, she thought it was a pedo ring when the neighbor was killed. So her writing that message, but that's what I'm saying is like that might have been just started, a mystery. But that's how it continued. Yeah, and, and that, that's where I get lost. There was and then that yeah. might have been why she dumped the body next to a church. Yeah, Looked like a church. Yeah, and it was the right. weirdest church, church ever because it had a cross over three doors. I'm like, why do you have three doors to your fucking church? <laughs> it's like uh, I don't know. Remember Chuck E. Cheese? Remember Chuck E. Cheese had the regular doors and they had the little door for the kids. Does anybody remember that? Did I make that up? I feel like Born? that's one of my like. That sounds right. No, I wanted to say real quick. Wasn't it in Mississippi? No, that's where she ended up. But that's mm-hmm. where yes, the yes, church was yes. in Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. Mississippi, yeah. Gulf Coast, hurricane shutters, pretty much windows. Oh, that's fair. That's super fair. Yeah. 
Just Good a catch. Thought. Damn it, look at you. Yeah, I didn't even. Sorry. Well, it's always going to Louisiana and stuff with your mom yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Deep South knowledge. Hell yeah. So, of course, at this point in the movie, this is when I'm like, okay, I want this kid to either die or turn into a demon. I don't know. Something, right? So she's in the in, a, in the hotel, another, I guess, hotel room, another fucking hotel room. She <laughs> fucking blasts cops, uh, which is uh, Ash's not favorite part, because I, I actually, I think I even said, like, hey, Ash, like, at this point, my notes was like, I need you to bring this up. Well, because, yeah, you know, it was about how many shots she took. Yes, in the dark. that's exactly why. So like, she, I think she, she hears, I'm not worried about that as much as the cops. She hears yeah, something, you, she turns around, it's dark, she just starts blasting. Anyway, so I started blasting. Yeah, all, that, all she sees is people <laughs> walking into the room, slamming the door, and uh, after one of them says, get the door. And I'm like, that's not how you enter a room as a cop, especially if there is a suspect with a possible hostage. You don't just rush the room going, get the door, get the door. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Whatever. no wonder you guys got shot, asshole. the entire movie. Dude. But I will say... <laughs> I will say my, they, girl, my girl goes bam bam and fucking killed everybody. Well, but as a as a responsible gun owner shooting in the dark in a motel, not really safe, not really smart because you know the bullets keep going and you're in a hotel with other people possibly in it, you might hit in a civilian. Just saying. Again, I think this is an instance of her being a mother. It is her literally protecting. She's literally yeah. eating people to her child. Like, yeah. We're at a point yeah. where fuck their lives. Like, yes. You came into my motel room. I will put bullets in you. Yeah. You know? I will fucking pop caps. Like, we're yeah, doing but doing it in the complete dark, yeah, that's where I'm like, mm. And I knew, like, when I because saw the dark pants... been explained earlier, if there would have been a scene where she starts suspecting the cops are part of the cult, it wouldn't matter if the door is shut or not. She sees three cops rushing in, not saying, stop, get on the ground, we're the police. It's just people rushing into a room. Then, yes, she would shoot them even if the lights were on. So I think that she did think that at this point. And the only reason I say that is because, all right, so I'm taking this from a personal standpoint. And we're going to go back to, like, uh, the second visit to the hospital. When she looks out the window and she sees people that are coming into the hospital aggressively, she knows that they're part of this cult, right? She knows that they're coming in. So for me personally, if I see that, how do they get that knowledge? Because everybody is in on it. Well, that's what she thinks, but I'm also thinking – you're using your credit card at every single hotel. I didn't say she was good at this. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 but no. but no, I get that. But but like I said, when it, the cops didn't just tell her, get on the ground, we're the police, you know, put your hands on your head, well, all that stuff. They just walked in and slammed the door, get the door. And then it's complete darkness. Why would cops do that? So there Honestly, wasn't the... In my house, the you get bullets. <laughs> there wasn't the pop, 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 the cop. Yeah, knocked. yeah. They well, the door entered. was open. The door was open oh. when they entered. So, but they could have still banged on the frame, you know, behind a wall or something. This is the cops. Nope. They just ran in, slammed the door with the lights off, which I'm like, cops. So it's There's like that know. part just pissed me off. I was like, cops would never fucking do that. Unless they, they were black. They'd have just fucking gone in. Straight, no, straight up. Like, this wouldn't even be a fucking conversation. No, but if it was SWAT, I was thinking that myself. If this is a hostage situation, maybe it could have been SWAT. 
SWAT doesn't say shit. They just burst in to take you down before you can kill the hostage. But these were just detectives. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I it just, it was, and, and so in, in that initial scene, so then when you see everybody laying on the ground, dead, bleeding, I actually thought that Emil Hirsch was a part of it. Like, I thought his character was in there. Yeah. Because it's like, you you know, the his partner and then the other two guys. And I'm like, what? So I was like, oh, dude, she killed him him you know she killed emil hirsch paul whatever his name is killed i'm him. out with you no <laughs> we know you know we, were gonna, hook we, up. Get real, we were gonna hook up we get real attached yeah uh yeah mm-hmm. right she ends up at the house yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. Uh, which hasn't cleaned up from the celebration of when she got pregnant because the banner's still up well they were too busy visiting her in haddonfield illinois yeah to... <laughs> And then, at the ho- and then at the hospital in Dallas. Yeah. You know, <laughs> to do anything. So I was like, oh, I'm glad to see that she still remembers her satanic chance. Like, it had never left her. She was just like, blah, 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 blah. Like, just freaking going off. I'm yeah. like, um. So yeah, she, of course, she goes to her old stomping grounds, you know, and she wants to conjure up whatever the fuck, I guess, to, to help oh, him. Stop. Yeah, right? <laughs> she's just doing it. And then she's like, come on! the fuck and he's like you can't just bring me like this yeah like i'm gonna come on my i'm gonna come on my own time can't just sacrifice go yeah yeah you gotta do something i really like the way that that scene was shot though i really did like him coming up from the side uh the only issue that i had with the way that they did the makeup and the costume for astroth as we found at this point is I don't like the fact that he just looked like a Wendigo. Like, he didn't yeah. actually look like a demon. He just looked like someone that, like, you poached in Texas and fucking put the antlers in the goddamn. Yeah. Well, like, he was, like, real skinny, real alabaster, real just, like, mm-hmm. like, there was there was nothing, like, menacing, like, looking about him that we saw. Um, but this is, like, when... Um, he should have looked like the red, uh, what is it, the red tattooed thing from... Ooh, oh, the God. lipstick Insidious. face demon. The lipstick face demon. I love him. Yes. <laughs> that would have been perfect. What is it? Insidious or who is it? Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Yes. Like whoever the fuck. I don't know. I don't watch that shit. So this is where my question really comes in. And it was always my question for Lauren, mm-hmm. where I was like, would procreating with the demon have its perks? Depends on which one. Exactly, right? Okay, so you got like a low level, low tier demon. Some dude, we don't know his name. Just yeah, shows up, he's you know? whatever. I think it's like top tier. You know, you got Daddy Satan himself. You got Neil Club, all that stuff. Like you've got for like there's got to be at least mid. But like, but like, look at him. He don't look very cool. No, he looks like a bitch. Well, and also he's he's not Lucifer. (laughs) He's not the devil. Is this a demon? It could be a low level demon. You know, like an employee at McDonald's. Yeah, he's like he's team lead. Yes, he's team lead. He's team Maybe. Lead. So he's not fully manager. He's just like there. He's whatever. He's not district manager. Yeah. He's not regional manager. Yeah. He's just like <laughs> right there. He can't really do a lot for you. I still think he's low level. Like in hell, he's like, oh, dude, you can't believe I tricked this bitch to get pregnant. She thinks they're I'm like, this big shit. They're like, wow, right. finally it only took And then, you know, while they're like, flush, you know, yeah. cleaning out Satan's toilets, it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm just a janitor here. I didn't realize yeah. it was a glass ceiling in hell. Yeah. There, there is there is and we did have this conversation before where i was like okay lauren because we had just going off of it we were talking about like rosemary's baby mm-hmm. and i was like okay well you know you're impregnated by satan himself fuck yeah hey there's perks right because like you're probably set for life <laughs> somebody somebody makes fun of you somebody fucks with you dead, right? dead. 
Which I will say, it's a little bit hotter every time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bells Bubbiffs is my sugar daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Which I will say, I did not like, you know, Rosemary and her reasoning and her just okayness with it in the beginning. She, was, she is not a it. fan. I was not a fan. But now going back and looking at it, I'm just like, you got a whole bunch of people that want to take care of your child for you. You can go <laughs> off and have hot seat in summer. Get lit on the weekends, you know? Like, See, come on. I'm somebody that only looks for a splendid daddy because I need someone with the money that doesn't have, that doesn't need real sugar because I can't really offer that. So you're looking for like, are you, you want, you want to be either or look for a glucose, a glucose mama, yeah. glucose daddy. Yeah, I'm looking for either Splenda, maybe Stevia because they need a little bit more, but like, yeah, but the that, a little healthier. Full on sugar, I'm not willing to do the extra work. Yeah. That that's what I'm saying. Dumb. It's like I, I'm really just here to like hang out with you and maybe buy you a drink and you're gonna pay me three grand at the end of the night. But like yeah. that's a whole other thing. You're paying me for yeah. my company, not exactly. my actions. Exactly. Exactly. But that was just like a real <laughs> true question I had. Mm-hmm. Obviously, because we run things very professionally here at To Avoid Painting Podcast. We ask the hard questions. The hard-hitting questions. We are the Barbara Walters of the whole world. (laughs) Would you be in a relationship with Satan? That's what we want to know. Find out later tonight at (laughs) 6. Yeah. So I I think I can answer that question. Um, Because I've always seen... uh, I've, I've been writing a book that's very, like, apocryphal fantasy... And I got to tell you, like, I see angels as, like, not only uh, asexual, but if you were, like, you just kind of have whatever you deem fit. So if it was hot enough with, you know, the adequate parts, I think we're here for it. It just happened. I I think I'm with you, Stacey. If it was worth it, then, yeah, I would hook up with Satan. It's like I would be, like, in South Park with Satan and, uh, what was it? Uh, Saddam Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> yeah, no, everybody's gonna be like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Um, so just like a typical dude, he leaves her high and dry and he fucking ghosts her as soon as the cops come in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye. Because he shows up. He shows seeing up. Seeing other men. But does he though? Does. Well, I mean, he does on her because she gets a fucking she gets domed. She gets a well, fucking bullet to the yeah. eye. But, but that but scene is very much her. inspired by the omen. I yeah. mean, the end of the omen is same basic concept. Yeah, it's exactly. The father it has the son with the knife. Cop shoot him. But does exactly. Paul see? Astro? No, I don't think so. I don't know. I think. But she knows. doesn't see him either. Yeah. He's there, but she never sees him. My theory is yes, and when we get to the ending, I'll explain why. Okay. Okay. So I, I don't. But think yeah, that shot true. to the face. <laughs> so, so with me already at this to the end, the movie is not playing out how I expected. Like, I was expecting, no. like, her to live. I was just expecting, like, a totally different outcome, right? And, um, and of course, we're in the hospital with uh, David. Call it. We fucking call it. Paul is talking. Mm-hmm. Um, he killed Jimmy. We find out he killed Jimmy. Mm-hmm. He's the one who killed Jimmy to protect David's true self. He is a part of it. And he is now wanting to reunite David with his papa. And how does he fe- how does he um, heal David? Carves off flesh, and I'm like, dude, that's that's a little bit deep, isn't it? You need that flesh. That how are you going to fix that? 
He also went down the tracks. Like, my yeah. boy was trying to dump blood into this kid. <laughs> well, yeah, and he's blood fine. in a big-ass flat flesh. And I was like, Ugh. He's fine. Like, he's not, like, woozy. He's not fucking fading out. He's like, this is cool. Yeah, he's like, by the way, here's your dad. Yeah. And dad's just, like, covered in weird antlers. And he, like, hugs him. And he's like, daddy. I'm okay, dad. Yeah, which, again, <laughs> it goes back to the design of that demon. It's like... It's weak. It's weak. It's like, if any of you have watched the show on, I, I can't remember what uh, channel it is, but Evil, I think it's a CBS show. Those have interesting looking demons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, horns, blackface, just kind of scars and stuff. And I'm like, you don't or, do blackface. Or, or there's one that looks like a goat's head with 15 eyes and Big red face is also not okay. Hooves <laughs> and everything, and I'm like, that's something you want to see as a demon, not some marble-looking thing. I don't know. I think he looked like the dude from fucking Hellboy, like with antlers. The, aqu- the aquatic-looking dude. I can't remember. Abe Sapien. Yeah, I thought it looked more like one of the elves in part two. So what I want to say, so so when the uh, the demon does show up in uh, um. The ending there, and Paul's like, look who's here to see you, you know? I, that's why I think that he did see the demon when they were at the house there, you know? Just, yeah. he just chose to ignore it and was like, this bitch is crazy. These guys can't see it. Ah. Put her down. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, She's I do a need... a crazy white woman. Put her down. <laughs> I do need to complain. I do need to complain. What a shocker, right? Um... So like, how come the women get the shit under the stick in these fucking movies? Yeah, with these antichrist demons. You should see the final girl in every other movie. Okay, I'm like, without us, you would not have this shit. We're the vessels and creators of fucking life. Therefore, with these demon cults, we should be respected. Exactly. God damn it. Pain equally. I think if she had stayed, she would have been respected. They shot her. Uh, Oh, you mean if she had stayed in the cult? Oh. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I totally. I, I, I do, I do think they would have, dude, they would have carried that bitch to the bathroom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, he, like Jimmy said, she was sacred. She's like, snap, they snap, I gotta they, go take a shit. They would have never heard her. <laughs> they call her a sacred cow one time and she started fucking killing everybody. <laughs> yeah, you call us a cow, that's it. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're dead. Yeah, so that said, for me, personally, like, I feel like the, this movie didn't, like, reinvent the wheel. You know, no, like, it, it didn't. No, it, not at all. I don't think yeah. it intended to either. No, really. and it was definitely heavily inspired by uh, other films before it. Um, I think the issue with movies that have this concept now is that they need something to deviate from mm-hmm. its its uh, well, I guess its predecessors. You know what I mean? Is sure. there something that needs to have it just a little thing even that takes it to a different spot? And and I'm not like I said I'm not knocking it at all, but I think that it just was a little formulaic. Um, Well, and and I think that's where I was hoping she was nuts Mm -hmm. because, you know, if she would have stabbed the child to get shot, then us as the viewers find out none of what she saw was real. She was crazy. She killed those people. It turns instead of a, oh, my God, horror ending, he's hugging the papa. It turns into a fucking sad, depressing ending. Yeah. That turns the whole movie on its head. It's like, no, this wasn't satanic. This was just a really fucked up individual that killed her child. 
and well, along with a few other people. Yeah, it just it was a little old hat for me. Yeah. Um. So so John, what what did you think about this as a whole? Are we doing ratings now too? We're we're going there. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna go, we're gonna go uh, person by person. Yeah. So so again, like this is a movie that. I really love, again, just because of the mythos. Like, mm -hmm. I, I love that we're touching that part of it. Yeah. Um, it felt a lot like um, uh, evil, like uh, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, not in the syntax of, like, kind of how the show works, but when you kind of have that touch of, like, you had Ball, right, who was its own character throughout it. And Astroth kind of, like, filled that void for a little bit. And that's what I really loved about this movie was it was one of those things where we really got that. We got like not even necessarily backstory about the demon itself because and it's one of those things where like I know we need to move the plot along and all that kind of shit. But we don't get that because the characters don't get that. You know, like you look at like Evil Dead and shit like that and they get that. Because they literally find a tape that tells you all the information that you're looking yeah. for. And this was like, it was a story of self-discovery. I honestly think this was a movie about female empowerment uh, to a degree. I And I say that because we see, and I've mentioned this during the cast so far, is I feel like we got so many aspects of what it was like to be a mother there were so many scenes that literally only happened because she loved her child more than life itself and that's what was so amazing about that final scene was she was willing to sacrifice her child because she knew that it would never be the child that she, that that child deserved to be right and it was her trying to save that kid from this life that she had escaped and I thought that was a really cool plot point in the movie. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, man, I give this movie like a fucking solid seven. I think it's, I think it is a solid seven movie. Okay, cool. Uh, Lauren. Um, so I personally, I feel like it was a really good premise, if you will, but I would have liked, to see the backstory fleshed out a little bit better. Especially, I feel like it could have worked with that scene with Jimmy, mm -hmm. where he was kind of explaining everything. I wanted to know more about, you know, the demon. What's mm -hmm. his purpose? You know, what does he do? But as far as, like, cinematography itself, it looked fantastic. Visually, um, audio-wise, awesome. I like the ambient sounds, the music, yeah. things like that. Um, and I did like the twist at the end, though. I really did. Where, yeah. you know, you find out, haha, Paul. Yeah. You know, you kind of guess Paul the whole way. <laughs> you kind of guess, but to, actually get, but to actually get it. Yeah. It was on. Yes. <laughs> and then, you know, mom gets popped. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. Yeah. It was solid. I really liked it. Um, what would you give it? Rating out of 10? I would say six. Six? Six, yeah. I mean, that's, that's better I than average. Backstory, I really, I, I really would have benefited from that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I shoot sixes all the time. <laughs> okay. I'm going to start with the things I liked about the film. Okay. Because I want to try to stay positive on this one. <laughs> I, it had a really good premise. I did love the, I really loved the first 10 minutes uh, or the first five to 10 minutes because it dropped me in the middle of the action and I was just wondering what was going on. I love that kind of feeling when you start a film. Mm -hmm. uh, the acting was good. The cinematography was good as well. 
Um, I, I did like some of the references to other horror films. I do think one or two of them was a little too on the nose and kind of just copy and paste. Um, I will say this. The uh, movie does go at a very, very methodical pace. And there are some parts of the movie I was bored. I was kind of bored. It was probably during the middle section of the movie. Um, it started to feel way more than one hour and 38 minutes. It felt kind of like two hours, two hours to him. Yeah, yeah. No, I can um, definitely agree with you on that. There was a lot of stuff I would have thought would have helped the movie out better. Like, again, I know it's kind of stupid harping about that damn house. No. They could have easily put her in an apartment. Yeah. That would have made sense with her job. And also... There's no apartments in Haddonfield, Illinois, man. Well, a very small house. A very run down. house, run down. Something to make her look more like a struggling parent. To make you sympathize with her character, which would help along the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would have thought that also would have possibly saved on budget. Not having to, you know, <laughs> make a two-story set. It's like, eh. Uh, but it's a little stuff like that. A kind of mental, kind of like, why the fuck is this happening? Oh, because the movie has happened. That's why. I don't, mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that kind of detracts from it. Um, the the fact that the ending kind of felt not special or unique. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's the devil. Oh, it's a downer ending. Oh, he hugs the demon. Okay. Yeah. It kind of didn't differentiate itself from every other film. Gotcha. It didn't yeah. seem unique enough smart enough it just was like here it is mm-hmm. um so honestly i'm gonna give it a five which is not bad it's kind of middle of the road it's yeah. something it's i would okay. say you don't have to justify it no no it's something i would say definitely watch it on shutter for free yeah yeah i mean definitely yeah. not free but yeah well with if your you subscription seven day free trial, i will say ash was if it comes out to rent or buy you know, you can watch on Shutter first and then decide for yourself if you want it. Buy it. I, if I have a chance to buy it later on or rent it, I won't. Yeah. It's a one-time viewing for me. I will call it out and say that Ash was definitely, um, he was a little worried about reviewing this with you, John, because he was afraid of, like, offending you. It's okay. That's, and I'm like, that's dude, I was like. I was like, that's literally, I was like, that's literally what they do. Like, there's movies I'm sure that you pick, that you like, obviously that Eric doesn't like, or vice versa. Well, we all know I pick a movie that sucks. (laughs) So I was like, I was like, if John wanted to pick a movie that we all liked, it'd be like something he would know, you know, that you would know we're all going to enjoy. Well, looking at his backdrop and what I have hanging in the background. Oh, yeah. His, uh, (laughs) yeah. My chainsaw hand. Oh, yeah, your chainsaw, yeah. Um. So for me, um, like, so I've, I've already kind of said where I'm like, I think it's a little bit old hat. There's little things. Um, this is the one I'm most worried about because we got into a little bit of it uh, in our episode that we recorded with Stacy, where I was doing a joke and I went to fucking put my laptop top yeah. down and it just fucking cut out. <laughs> yeah. Like I said something that they were like, oh no, we're closing it out. And then he went to act like, like jokingly. Yeah, he went to close. Yes, he went to close his laptop, but the internet went out. Well, that's what you do. So I was like, yeah, I was like, oh my god, I was like, they really did like end the call. Holy shit! (laughs) It was like the most perfect timing in the world. Um, Yeah, so like I said, um, I'm gonna give like the acting 
for me, the most part was super solid. Like I thought it was awesome. Um, the cinematography, the writing overall could have used some work. Um, I think okay. the scripts, the dialogue, everything was actually, everybody that was in it did really well with what they were given. I think it was awesome. Um, and I do think it was a little bit long-winded in the sense for its runtime being what, an hour 30 something. Mm-hmm. Um, it was That's a little bit, yeah. I say long-winded in the sense, like a little bit longer development, you know, to get things going mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, so it, I feel like it could have used those moments to flesh out a little bit more things, like Lauren said, get a little bit more backstory in certain things. Show us, I think for me, it was like, show us a little bit more of the baddies. You know, mm-hmm. show us the cult a little bit more. Show us a little bit more of these people. Um, uh, uh, just like I said, shot well, acting, scripts. Um, ultimately, it just didn't, like, totally cut it for me. I honestly, I'd give it... I'd give it a 6.5 out of 10. I really thought we were going to go 7, 6, uh, 5, 4. So, um. (laughs) No, I ruined it. Sorry. No, it's not. It's not a 4 by any means. By any means. I don't think it's it's even close to being that. Like I said, 6.5, just for the little flaws it had. Mm. I wish they had just done maybe that one thing, like I said, that could have turned it mm-hmm. to make it something different than what we've seen yeah. previously with films like that. Well, and uh, also realize like my grading scale is very like different from other people's. Yeah. Like, you know, they just like, oh, do we like it or not? I'm like, well, compared to everything else I've ever watched, where does it sit? You know, mm-hmm. like Exodus up here, Spear in the Woods is a zero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this would terrible. be a five. It's somewhere back. in between the worst and best. It's about a five. Mm-hmm. So Ash giving it a five is actually yeah very, that's moderate. It's, it's, it's watchable. It is. Like, it's I'm definitely sorry, something you can get through like, and find um, good things to like about it. So yeah, it's a five. So I did too. At the end of my notes, I did have to to note that uh like they had a box office of sixty nine thousand dollars. I was actually really interested. I couldn't find there was anywhere. A box I, office. Holy God. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's what actually. I mean, sixty nine thousand. I went and looked everywhere, John, to find a budget. I couldn't find a budget anywhere. I can imagine it wasn't where was much. <laughs> yeah, like fucking twenty thousand was her. Who knows? You know, like so. But then I looked it up, and box office wise, it was like it was released because it's an uh, Irish director, so it was released as like it was considered an Irish American film. So they had um, releases in I think That's United Arab Emirates because they're racist, right? Is what I'm really taking from this. I think so. Oh, um, I guess another Irish American uh, or Irish film we need to watch: Grabbers. But I think this one had some theatrical releases in the UK. I think it said United Arab Emirates. Um, that's that's surprising. That's fucking impressive. Yeah, that's they surprising had as hell because I don't think they are really big with any religious stuff or occult stuff in their films. Yeah, but it was called Sun, so they thought it was about a male, and that was really why it cleared on that one. Yeah, I guess so. But I know like states like that or a place like that, China and stuff. No, no, no. Spiritual mysticism kind of stuff. No, no. Well, I was just telling Lauren, we were trying to talk under, but I was like, oh, I was like, hey, you're saying they don't put stuff out there. I'm like, hey, they have real housewives in Dubai. Okay, so. Well, that's just a train wreck. Anyways. uh, You guys, John, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so very much. I, I mean, appreciate it. Uh, can I actually plug real quick? No, absolutely. No, plug no, away. Um, so y'all will probably work with Eric at some point on one of your episodes. Uh, but I would like to plug that his EP is about to drop for Paper Violet, 
they are already on Spotify with a bunch of really awesome uh, indie pop songs. Fucking amazing. And also uh, on Under the Floorboards 5, where you can follow us, uh, whether it be on Instagram, hopefully Patreon, <laughs> and uh, XYZ, whether it be YouTube, TikTok, fucking whatever. Um, so in the coming months, I'm actually working on a short film. Uh, we're working with some local directors. Uh, we should be done with the script this week. So watch out for Ember. That's awesome. Ember, okay. Yeah, if you think the term Tinder, you're already on the right track. <laughs> Dude, definitely. I mean, hit us up. Let us know. Send us any links or anything. I mean, we'll definitely promote you guys. You've done Under the Floorboards has done really awesome, and you guys have been amazing with with helping promote us and, and vice versa. So it's 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 like oh, fun absolutely. to yeah, it's been super fun to collab with you guys. You know. Mm-hmm. That's always awesome. But yeah, we absolutely appreciate you taking the time to come do this with us and and hang out with our weird asses, you know. (laughs) Vice versa. (laughs) Uh, You can find us on Instagram at To Avoid Fading Podcast. Find us on Twitter at To Avoid Fading. Lauren? I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at uh, XO Starlight. It's L-I-T-E. Ash? I'm over on Instagram and Twitter as the Texasist. For the longest time, Ash would always get it mixed up with uh, Facebook. Oh my god! So he'd be like, "Find me on Facebook." They're like, "No." no but no. Uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Thanks Bye. for having me. Take care, everybody. <laughs>